This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Hi, this is Izzy. I do a podcast called Reporting Live, and I'm listening to the School of Podcasting. That was Izzy. I met her at PodFest. She's 10 years old. And if she can podcast, so can you. And if you're stuck, you need to listen to this episode. We also have some great updated stats from Edison on how much podcasting is growing. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast consultant, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is why I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears. We're going to talk about that today and flatten that learning curve and get you going, not just into podcasting, but get you going in the right direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, or if you want, buy the courses a la carte. Today, we're going to be talking about how does it feel to be a podcaster? Because I got somebody stuck. And so I'm designing this episode actually for one person. But here's the thing. I know there is more than one person thinking this. And so before we get to that, I want to tell you about Alatu. Because what's cool about Alatu, what is it? Well, first, it's a web app where people can log in on their web browser and then use it to edit and produce their podcast episode. They actually say a mobile app is right around the corner. So that's going to be cool. And how do you feel, since we're talking about feelings today, when you see Alatu, you feel calm. You feel like, you know what? I can do this. It's really designed to be super easy. It's kind of a, a podcast maker. It automates the production and publishing, and it offers a tool to make editing quicker and easier. So if you're like freaked out about, oh, that sounds hard, not with Alatu. All you do, you record your show as normal, you upload it, and basically Alatu does everything else. It'll process it, it levels it, it converts them, all the clips you upload, puts them all together, you add some theme music, it'll do that, of course, automatically, and it'll actually publish the episode for you. It is super easy. Alitu, it's spelled A-L-I-T-U. You got to check it out. It makes podcasting so much easier. Check it out, alitu.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. I have used this analogy before, uh, and that is sometimes I feel like the parent in the pool looking up at their child with their water wings and everything else to make them float, and the child just won't jump in the pool. And the parent is going, look, the water is fine. It's beautiful. I will catch you. You're not going to drown. Jump in the pool. And I got this email. And the person is explaining to me how they, they're they ready to start a podcast. They're actually kind of excited about it. But they say, the biggest issue I'm dealing with is psychological. The show is not coming together in the format that I really wanted. Well, I can help you with that. And at this point, there seems to be nothing I can do about that. Well, I would love to know more about that. But they say, when you combine that with fear, uncertainty, 
and doubt and the inevitable self-comparisons to what others are doing. Well, right there, I don't care if you've been podcasting for one month, one year, or one decade. The one thing that will just mm, mess up your podcast is when you compare it to other people. It's so not fair. You can look at somebody, you can look at a podcast and think it's just one person and you find out later that they have a team of 19. Or maybe it is somebody who's doing it by themselves. And guess what? They don't have a spouse and three jobs and four kids. Do not compare yourself to others. What you need to focus on is your audience. That's what you focus on. Uh, John Lee Dumas, Pat Flynn, a couple other people, they put their income reports online. I don't look at them. Why? Because it messes with my head. It's very simple. I just don't do it. So uh, let me go back to this. So combined with fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and the inevitable self-comparisons to what others are doing, as well as my own personal expectations, let's think about that. Sometimes, look, I've been there too. You're super excited about this podcast. This is going to be awesome. And I'm going to have thousands of people listening to it. No, maybe not. It'd be great. I remember once I was going to start a show. I did start a show called the customer service show. I was going to use it to promote my services. And I was going to become this big giant customer service guru and go around and be a consultant to, to companies and such. And it just, after about five episodes, I went, I don't want to do this. But I really was thinking that was that was my expectations. This was going to be the key to get me into the door. I was going to be a consultant. I was going to work for myself. That was the whole plan. And so uh, this person says, when you combine the fear, the uncertainty, the doubt, the self-comparisons, and the personal expectations, I'm a little bit paralyzed. Uh, I feel like I'm on the firing line. I'm locked and loaded, and I've got a good sight, but I just can't get myself to pull the trigger because I'm afraid of the kickback. And that's the other thing. I am surprised that I don't, I don't know, I guess, here's the thing. I don't get a lot of negative feedback. I haven't looked at my reviews in a while, and there's an easy way to not get negative feedback. Don't look at them. And I don't know, I've had, I have one troll that occasionally will email me and say I'm an idiot because I have a typo. That's okay. Uh, You know why that's okay? I I had a typo. Okay. This person apparently really cares about that when I don't. But, oh, I shouldn't say I don't. But I fix it and I move on and I take the best steps I can to make sure I don't let those happen. But I I do have a person that does that. And I don't lose a lot of sleep over that. And it took me um, 12 years, maybe 13 to get this weird person that is obsessed with my typing capabilities. And in the meantime, those 13 years, I've helped so many people. I've helped so many people. So many times we focus on what can go wrong. And I always say, what if it goes right? There's a guy that I am super happy to see. Raphael is starting Served. It's a podcast for people who served in the military. And it's all about that transition from military back to 
uh, regular, for lack of a better phrase, life. And when I heard his story, we stayed up at Podcast Mid Atlantic till almost four in the morning. And I just kept saying, dude, you got to do this podcast. You have to share your story. You've got to do it. And 18 months later, he's finally got his first trailer out. And I'm super duper excited about that. And I, so I understand the fear is real. I'm not here to say, oh, you're no oh, poo poo on your fear. No, I understand it's real. I'm just here to say on the other side, it's it, it's worth it if you push through. So I was thinking about this and what do you feel? What does it feel like to be a podcaster? And so if you haven't started podcasting, these are the, the, the feelings I've gone through. Number one, excited. You're excited because there's all these, do you realize that you can put out an episode and anyone on the planet with internet access and ears can listen to your podcast? That's amazing. And I've, I've said this before, my very first piece of uh, audio feedback came from a guy in Nuremberg, Germany. That's what got me involved with podcasting. That's when I knew, okay, podcasting for life right here. This is way cool. But here's something else that's going to come in your future. And I'm into this 14 years later, and it still occasionally will rare, rare, rear. Raise. How about that one? It will raise its head. And that is frustration. When you first start out, you're learning something new. And that's where I come in. I try to flatten that learning curve. But right now, I'll give you an example. I have the Roadcaster Pro. I like this thing. They just come out with an update. It now allows you to record multiple channels into software. And the first question you have to ask is do I need this? Do I really need this? Because it takes a piece of equipment that's really designed to make things super duper easy and says here, if you click this button and do this, you can add a whole lot more complexity to your workflow. And so I got it to work with Hindenburg Journalist. I'm using it right now as we speak, but it will not work as a multi-channel recorder in Adobe Audition for me, where I want to record separate, I want to record track seven and nine and 12. I can't do it. I have spent hours Googling. I actually emailed Rode this morning and I'll probably email Adobe later because I know it can work. I saw it work in New York. I followed their directions, can't get it to work. But here's the cool thing. There's a community of people that have the Rodecaster Pro And we're going to figure it out. There's probably a button somewhere that I need to switch or something like that. But here's the thing. As you try new things, you're going to be a little frustrated. Do you remember when you had to learn how to tie your shoes? I remember I was like, what? The big red fox jumps over the what? The who? The bunny goes under the what? It was frustrating. And now we tie our shoes with our eyes shut. So that is going to be part of it. Not all the time, though. And to a certain extent, I guess we're always a little frustrated that we don't have more listeners. That's one way of looking at it. Here's another way of looking at it. I'm so happy for every single listener that I have, though. Here's something else you're going to feel. Smarter. You're going to feel smarter when you figure it out. 
I have people at the school of podcasting that at times they're like, okay, I'm through the tutorial. I think I got this right. I think, yeah. And then they'll email me, but I got it. It's, it's working. And they, they feel accomplished that I, I did. I'm doing something now that I didn't think I was going to do. And I just got it done. You feel smarter. You, you start to feel that momentum moving. And what else are you going to feel? Uh Oh, you might feel a little nervous. You know why? Cause you're learning new things and you're not sure if you're a hundred percent doing it right. It worked, but did I, does that mean, did I do that right? Is that, I did that really? Oh, okay. Not a lot of confidence there. And you're getting outside of your comfort zone. And then what happens? Well, your nervousness. Yeah, you guessed it. That was you. You did do that. And yes, you did it right. So what do you feel? Confident. Because now you've done it three times. And guess what? It worked every time. And what do you do? You publish that first episode. Then how do you feel? Frightened. Yeah. Why? Because you just realize everyone on the planet can hear your show. I remember when I was growing up, I had all sorts of uh, music equipment. I had these little cassette uh, things that would allow me to make multi-track recordings. And I had a really horrible drum machine. And uh, have you ever watched Friends where Ross will be playing his little keyboard and he'll be talking about the band and his music and things like that? I was uh, horrified the one day as I was watching Friends and it dawned on me, oh my God, I was Ross growing up. I was like, yeah, here's my latest tune. And, and it was always kind of interesting because I would put on the song and then I would leave the room because it was at that point, I think, that I usually realized this isn't that good. <laughs> so you're frightened when you realize that people can hear it. And then you might be humbled or shocked when you find out that not only does somebody listen to your show, but they liked it. When Michael Van Lahr from Nuremberg, Germany said, yeah, I really like your show. I was like, wait, hold on. There's a dude on the other side of the planet. He found my show and he likes it. But here's a big one. Here is something that is huge. And we're going to put this word up in quotation marks because it brings a whole lot of baggage to it. But you're ready? This is how you're going to feel. Normal. Yeah. When you find out that you're not the only one who thinks this way, when you find out you're not the only one who feels this way about something, when you find out that you thought you were the only one going through the things that you're going through and you go, oh my God, I thought I was alone and I'm not, you probably feel a little more normal or at least not alone. And nobody likes to feel alone. And what happens when you're not alone? Well, then maybe you feel safe. Why? Because you're surrounded by people who are similar to you and where maybe you were bullied when you were growing up. I was, we used to call it boys will be boys. And I'm like, yeah, but tell that to my shoulder. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't a lot of fun. 
And I'm not, at least I don't think I'm scarred for life. I tell myself I'm not scarred for life, but I remember not feeling safe walking down the hall because I wasn't like the other guys. See, here's the thing. The other guys would all meet after school and go lift weights. I would go home and play the guitar. And because I was different and I didn't think like they did, well, let's just say walking down the hall at times felt like a military operation. Uh, But now you're surrounded by people who think and feel and understand what it's like to be you. And you were thought you were the only person. And then you know what you're going to probably feel amazed. You'll be amazed at the opportunities that come your way. And that just may be opportunities to develop relationships. When I was at Podfest, somebody came up to me and all I remember is they had the F word in their title. I wish I could remember the rest of it. Cause I remember thinking, wait a minute, how did you get that past Apple? And it's because they spelled it creatively. And just for the record, while we're on that, can we take a little tangent from the whole feeling thing? Just, just so you know, cause again, I always want you to do whatever you want to do. I just want you to go in with your eyes wide open and know what that means. So this means Bahran, Belarus, uh, oh boy, Brunei, Dar es Salaam, uh, Burkina Faso, Chad, Egypt, India, Jordan, Lebanon, Nepal, Oman, Oman, uh, quarter, Saudi Arabia, Tunisia. I'm such a stupid American. United Arab Emirates, Uzbekistan, and Yemen. Uh, Those are all the countries that you get cut out of when you decide to mark any episode explicit. All it takes is one episode. Even if your show is marked clean, you mark one episode explicit, you're yanked out of all those shows. And maybe in the future, maybe later in this episode, I will tell you what that means. I don't really know, to be honest with you. So those are just some of the ways that you will feel. And so why I'm kind of on a, I'm in a touchy-feely kind of mood about this is because the last couple of weeks I have been involved in different communities. And the thing that I noticed about these, so I went to New York and I hung out with procasters. We talked about that in a, a latest episode. And then I went to Orlando. Podfest was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was so great seeing everybody. I got to get on stage and play the guitar in front of all my friends to say, looky what I can do. You've heard me talk about it, but look at this. I got to show off in front of my friends. And for that, I will be eternally grateful to Chris Kremitzos. I got to roast John Lee Dumas. That was a lot of fun. John was a, uh, a good sport about it. Got a free dartboard in the, uh, in the passage. I actually had a dartboard made with John's picture on it. And he was a very good sport about it. And so that was another different community, though. One really focused on the industry and really teams of people designed to do a single episode where a lot of indie podcasters, it's what I'm doing right now. I'm in a spare bedroom talking into a microphone and it's me and I'm the editor. I'm the web designer. I'm the producer. I'm the music supervisor. I'm the storyboard person. I that's, I am an army of one. 
And then another one, another community I went to, and I have a friend who does a show that is for a community that is a very adult oriented. I will leave it at that. And we went to a meetup of his that was very adult oriented. And these people dress up in very different states of undress, shall we say? I'm going to leave it at that. And so that in some cases might shock people. And I walked into that community and the first thing I felt was community. I felt people that cared about each other. I felt people that were having fun, that were comfortable because they didn't feel alone. And so it really, I think what, what got me going on this is I had had a horrible day trying to get to PodFest. I had two friends waiting for me at the airport. I had one person and a backup. How cool is that? And my flight was supposed to take off at 7.30 in the evening. It's not, it's not, it's like two and a half hours to fly to Florida from Ohio, which is where I'm at. And it's like five when I think I was supposed to take off at five and leave at seven. Yeah. So I was supposed to land at 7.30. I didn't take off till almost, well, I didn't land till midnight at, at the airport. I didn't get to the hotel till one. So it was like six, five, six hours delayed. And I was tired. I was hungry. And I was just like, uh, and I walk into the lobby of the hotel and the one and only photographer extraordinaire, one of my favorite people, one of my favorite people who makes me laugh is Natalie Jennings. And she came over and we did our best impression of Spike Lee jumping and uh, landing on Samuel L. Jackson with me playing the part of Samuel L. And she was Spike Lee. And I got to tell you, as somebody who lives alone, you forget how cool it is to come home and have somebody be happy that you're home. And I look up and there's all my many, many, many of my friends from that I met in Australia. And I find out that Travis is going to be a father very, very soon. And there's Harry Duran, who I'm always, Harry just always makes me laugh and, and Allie and all these people. And I was like, Holy cow. And you pick up right where you left off. There's no awkwardness. There's no, I mean, I do this with my best friends that I have from high school. When we go to high school, you just pick up where you left off. And so, yeah, it's scary and you're unsure of yourself and you're not sure if anybody will listen. Yeah, they will. Do people listen to you on the phone? Yeah, they do. Do they hang up? No. Then that that proves two things. Number one, your voice isn't that bad because otherwise they would hang up on you. And number two, they don't hang up on you because you have something to say. So right there, people will listen to you. It's not like when you call somebody up, you go, hey, Steve, what's going up? And they're like, yeah, I can't talk by. All right, let's try Rhonda. Rhonda, what's up? It's Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Can't know. People actually will listen to you. And yeah, it's kind of frightening because it's brand new. I'm here in the water. And I'm telling you that all the fear 
and the doubt and the uncertainty will be washed away with awesome feelings of excitedness. You're going to feel smarter. You might occasionally feel nervous. You will feel uh, times more confident and then you'll be feel frightened and then you'll feel humbled and then you'll feel normal and then you'll feel safe and then you'll feel amazed. But you can't feel any of that if you don't start your podcast. You're not helping anyone with your file on your computer. And I've got two episodes that you can listen to. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 613. That's an episode I did with Monica Rivera. Monica sat on her microphone for three years before she launched. And you just get to hear, and every time I see her, there's more things coming. And she just keeps growing. She's awesome. She's a good friend of mine. Uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 627 is all about overcoming imposter syndrome. And the fact that you will be amazed at how many people have imposter syndrome. You're like, what? Yeah, really big famous people have imposter syndrome. And you can find everything in the show notes that I'm talking about right now at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 662. One last thing here is many of the people that I help podcast, not all of them, is some of them are in their 40s, maybe mid-40s even, maybe 50s. And these are people that have been around the block at least once, and they have these life lessons now, and they have experience, and they have something to say. And think about this. You can change people's lives with your podcast. You can. And you're like, Dave, it's just a comedy podcast. If you make someone laugh when they've just had this horrendous day, you change their life. It doesn't have to be all about, you know, major. No, if you make somebody's day better, you changed their life. Never, ever, ever underestimate that. And here's my worry is that there are so many people with really good content with really great insights and all those things I talked about, the uncertainty, the doubt, don't die with your message inside you. You're not going to help anybody with your message on your hard drive. I can help you get it off the hard drive and help you shape it. Uh, At the beginning, I was reading the email. I'm not really liking the format. I can help you shape that been doing this almost 15 years. In April, it will be 15 years, and I would love to help you with that. Simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me, and let's get that message out of you and get it into the world so you can start experiencing some of these awesome feelings that I feel, and let me introduce you to my podcasting family. I looked at my stats and it turns out that those countries I mentioned, at least for me for the last quarter is only 0.3% of my downloads. 
Now, I will take as many downloads as I want, which is why I try to keep this particular show. Actually, all my shows are clean. And since we're talking stats, I thought I would tack this on. The latest Edison research is in. It's called The Infinite Dial, and it's based on Americans. But there's some really cool things. 70% of Americans, that's 197 million people, are familiar with the word podcasting. And I'm sitting here watching a comedy, I guess it is, called Shrill on Hulu. And one of the characters, again, is doing a podcast. Unfortunately, again, the people doing the podcasts are the three guys in a brain. Literally, it's three guys in a brain talking about Alcatraz. It's called the Trazcast. But nonetheless, it's showing that podcasting is becoming more and more mainstream. And especially this next stat, it was a 7% jump. That is huge. We've been jumping 2 3% here, there. 7% jump. 51% of Americans have now listened to at least one podcast. That's very cool. That is a huge jump. And that's exciting. 32%, which is up from 26%, now listen on a monthly basis. So when you realize this, when you hear about a 6% jump, this is of Americans. It's a huge number. Uh, 22% listen on a weekly basis. That's up from 17%. So basically 17 million more people are now monthly listeners than last year 14 million more people are, again, listening to more podcasts on a weekly basis. 14 million people. And that number is going to keep going up and up and up. I'll have links in the show notes to the whole uh, report. It's also showed how smart speakers are going through the roof and that the majority of people don't just own one. They now own like two or three I know here in my little apartment in Akron, Ohio, I have three. Actually, I forgot about the Google one. So I have uh, one, two, three, I have four smart speakers in my little apartment, one Google and three Amazon. So podcasting is going to continue to grow. So that's going to be fun. So in the future, next week, don't forget, I need your response very soon by the 22nd next week week we're going to do our question of the month and that is what is your crutch word and were you able to stop using it and if so how and you can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and there's all sorts of way to contact me if you want to record something and just email it to me please put um april question in or i'm sorry march it's not april yet uh march question in the subject line and uh we will be talking about that Next week, also coming in the future, I am right now about three chapters in, he said, picking it up, of the book Big Podcast by David Hooper, a member of the School of Podcasting, and he's been in radio for decades, and uh, he'll be coming on to talk about his book in the future, as well as anything you would like to talk about. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon. Until then, class is dismissed. Take care, and God bless. Oh,